Welcome to the Good Stuff Family Podcast. I'm Don Kendrick, and I am so glad you're here. This is the place you're going to find genuine inspiration in authentic, vulnerable stories that are distinctly different than anything you'll see in mainstream media. The story that binds all of these together, it's my own testimony. Candid, transparent story of my own journey. Holy shift, grit, grind, divine design. Stories from a former news reporter with a renewed purpose. Welcome to the family. Hey, welcome to a special Christmas edition. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Gay is my co-host today. He he had a check with his agent, but look at him going above and beyond. I said, he never, you never owe me a Christmas present for the rest of my life. This is it. My agent said not to do this. He said not to do it. Now here, the mic's a little far away. So you have to talk maybe a little louder to make sure we hear, but I appreciate you doing it. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, he's like, this is their lovely home. Aunt Carol's too modest to be on. But here's the thing. like, This is my first year living in St. Louis in 20 something years for Christmas. So I sort of hijacked them and said, let's let's do it like um, family, the family that I love, my Aunt Carol and Uncle Gay. So well, you were going to bring us coffee and now we're on TV. I sort look at her from the side, from the side wings. <laughs> She said, you were going to bring us coffee and now we're on TV. Well, this is what happened. You know, like in broadcast news, you roll with the punches. Something's happened and you got to go. You got to go. So today I had an important phone call and so I said. Today you had to really hmm? roll with the punches. Ro- you got to have me on her. There he is. See, <laughs> that's it. And we have hats that came from Aunt Dion in Kansas City. It's a whole family affair. Oh, okay. beautiful. All right, now, so here's the thing. I want to show you something. Have you ever tried to call Santa, Uncle Gay? Santa, I I am Santa. Oh, <laughs> there you have it. Well, I beg to differ because we have, listen, here's what happens when I say, Siri, call Santa. I can't, but here's don't Santa, worry. Santa. I'll put in a good word. Here, Santa, Santa. That's how you here's call Santa, him. Santa. <laughs> It says, I can't, but don't worry. I'll put in a good word. That's what Siri. Let's just try one more time. Siri, call Santa. Calling 555. Wait, I'm getting some electromagnetic interference from the North Pole. Getting interference from the North Pole. Yeah, clearly Siri cannot call Santa. I'm going to try one more time. Siri, call Santa. I can't, but don't worry. I'll put in a good word. Oh, well, thank you, Siri. But guess what? Don't need to because guess who we have as our guest today? Drum roll, please. Can you do the drum roll? You a little little longer. Here we go. Oh, that's good enough. Santa! I know him. I know him. Like I really know him. Santa. Hi. How much is he paying you? (laughs) But Merry Christmas. I loved. I love the banter between you two. I love the story. And I and I really am enthralled by the fact that you call yourself Santa. I have someone to take my place on weekends now. And you could nowadays you could use some help. Been busy oh my there, goodness. huh? It just it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes. No, so how I love your hats. I love your blouse. Merry Christmas. Thank you. I'm only getting a thousand dollars for this, so you must be getting a bunch. I said your checks <laughs> in the mail. 
checks in the mail. Well, we do the good stuff because it's from our hearts, right, Santa? That's why you do what you do. It comes from your heart. It's um, it's a long story. It's a long life. It's, uh, uh, you know, you look back and you go, how did I start this? How did I get into this? So what am I doing? It's taking everything we've ever had, wanted, uh, retirement, uh, all out the window. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just strictly uh, being being who I am for children in need and their families and to try to bring smiles. And this is a perfect introduction. I'm going to roll the story I did on you. I believe our oh. best estimate was seven years ago, I think. But this is going to give everyone a good idea of how everything you know about Santa. He's also um, such an important part of the lives of sick kids, specifically in Ohio. Uh, I know you're in the North Pole this time of year, but this is a story about what you do and how we met in Middlefield, Ohio. Here you go. Merry Christmas! <laughs> the jolly old elf rolled in larger than life. Everybody, Merry Christmas! The real deal from his beard to his boots. Hi. And it was at this very same place 36 years ago that a young boy named Joey, bald with a scar across his head, came straight from the hospital, crawled up on Santa's lap. But instead of asking for something like cool fidget spinner, Joey chose a gift for his mom instead. And he said, Santa, you know I'm dying. Just make my mommy happy. And she wanted one last picture, one last Christmas. With that, the minister of Mary was on a mission to get to as many terminally sick kids as he could. Very quickly after that, we start seeing every child in the hospital. So now we see all the hospitals from Cincinnati to Pittsburgh. And thousands even come to Santa at the North Pole, of course. Santa built Hideaway Hollow just for them with an ice cream store, a general store, a tailor shop, even the real deal reindeer. But something was missing. Everybody, I want to show you what is going to be the North Pole Chapel. A chapel on the way because Santa has seen so many kids and families find faith, sometimes for the first time, in the hardest time of their lives. 23-year-old Jordan spent his entire life dealing with one debilitating disability after another. Jordan knew he was going to pass away. He knew he was going to die. But Jordan saw his friend Santa as a sort of gateway to heaven. He had to talk to Santa to know that it was okay. He was going to be okay when he passed away. And because Jordan's heart, soul, and mind were more like a 10-year-old. He was so much in love with Christmas. He was determined he was going to live through Christmas, and he did. He had to see Santa, and he passed away January 4th. My hardest trip was going, sitting down with Jordan, telling him that it was okay to die, that he would not be forgotten. And they prayed together, which was, that was very big for Jordan. Like I said, Jordan's faith was very strong. They swear this sunbeam was shining squarely on Santa and his buddy. And I told him to make way, because someday I'm going to come visit him. But first things first. To me, this was always the ideal location for the chapel. Scheduled to be completed next summer, the chapel will stand in the name of Jordan and all the others who have gone before. The walls lined with their pictures. A chapel for all denominations, for all faiths. That'll be a good memory. That'll be nice to be able to bring Jordan's picture here and he can be part of this place. Our mission is very simple. We're all about family. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, thank you. Jordan and so many others live on here, kind of like the spirit of Christmas at Hideaway Hollow.
We're here to celebrate Christmas every day of the year. Who knew? That chance meeting 36 years ago with Joey was the genesis. Every day I put on my red suit, I just think of him. Of so many lives lifted before they were lost. Nobody can understand the pain that they have. I carry a green bag with toys. I, I want to carry miracles. I can't, but miracles happen. Santa, honestly, I see that story every single time. And I realize like really how important the work is that you're doing. And that makes me realize really how blessed I was to be a news reporter. That's one of my all time favorite good stuff stories of all time. Look, when you see that again, all these years later, what is it for you? You know, I, I, I have different feelings. Um, I remember the event like it was yesterday, the multiple events. You know, I first went to him when he was in school and he was being bullied by his classmates because he was going there for therapy. And when hospice called me and said, can I make a visit? I called the school once I heard the story and I went to the school to pick him up with the fire trucks, all the cars. And I asked for the principal to bring all the children outside to see us arrive. And it was there the elf got out of the fire truck with a scroll and said, hear ye, hear ye. We need Jordan. We need Jordan to go with Santa now. The fireman took him out of his wheelchair, put him in the fire truck, and then we drove off. And everybody just stood there and froze. And all the children that picked on him just looked and never picked on him again when he returned. So that was the start. How did I not know that story? So again, no, there's, there's so many there's so layers. Much there's so much to, to what we do and so many stories. And, and when I and when I see stories like this, I think back of, of all the rest. Of, and then he wanted my permission to die, but it took me a couple of days because of our scheduling to go to hospice house. And we got there at 10 o'clock at night and got him out of bed. And I took him into the big room next to the tree and we sat and we talked. And we talked for about a half hour, 45 minutes. And I told him there that it was okay for him to go to see Jesus, that it was okay to leave me. But I asked him for a big, big favor. I asked him that when he goes to heaven, to find a seat for me near him, that we would be together once again. And that's how we ended it. And the next morning he passed away. Hmm. And so my uncle Gase hearing all of this story for the very first time. So when you, he, you're a grand, uh, father, grandfather, great grandfather. Um, what's your take on that uncle Gay? When you hear how he oh, Santa reaches out to these six kids, sick kids and their families. Very moving has to, has to be a, a real pleasure to you. It, it, it is, but I, I actually feel I'm the lucky guy. I get to be me. Yeah. I get to go to these children. I have, I have been pulled into the hallway at a hospital and asked to be the the godfather to a child being baptized. I was just at Rainbow. I'm sorry, I was just at Rainbow, but before that, I was at Akron Children's, where I was asked to hold a baby, 17 months old, for a picture. It was her final picture. They were going to disconnect the tubes, and they did after we left. So I got to hold a 17-month-old baby and talk to her. And it was her first and last Christmas. And she had never left the hospital. 
And for some people who might be watching this saying, oh, Lord have mercy, this is a depressing. I thought we were going to be happy about with Santa. Well, here's the thing. That good people show up all over the place in these stories in the saddest, most gut-wrenching times. It's true. I know it to be true. Case in but point. They're not sad. They're not sad. To, to, to hear the story from the families, they're not sad. They're grateful. They're happy we're there. They wanted us to come. I saw a baby. I want to go back a couple of years. It was some Navy mom that had this infant that left California driving down to Philadelphia to her new station. While they went through Chicago, the baby got sick. They stopped at Children's Hospital. They said, when you go to Cleveland, go to Rainbow. I'll make an appointment. They got to Cleveland. They went to Rainbow. They called me. The baby was already in stage four. I went to see them at their request. It was the summer. We took a tree. We were outside of their house. We celebrated Christmas in the heat. I got to hold the baby. I, I got pictures. The family got pictures. The baby died in my arms. What did mom say? To go back and tell everybody, everybody that's involved with us, everybody that helps us do what we do and thank them. Thank them for being who we are and what we are because we brought her the best moments of her baby's life. And I use that as every time I give a speech to companies that are involved with us and I still pass her gratitude on, it's because she was happy. Yeah. We, mm -hmm. did, we did something for mom. And as if Joey goes back 40 years ago, Santa, you know I'm dying. Just make my mommy happy. I make moms happy and I don't and who, do it alone. Who knew in this way, Santa is the hands and feet of Christ. And we all never, can be. I never feel worthy of those comments. I never feel I am holy enough or, or to be in the same breath. I am grateful. You know, my life's dream was I wanted to be a priest and I, I left. I thought someday I would go back and finish. You know, every night I went to bed and I'd say, God, please help me. I want to be a priest. Bless me. God, help me. I want to be a priest. God, help me. I want to be a priest. How many people do you know that go to bed saying, God, help me. I want to be Santa Claus. He's got a sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's the thing. If, if people listening take nothing away, it's that we can be the good. We can see the good in others and be the good for them. It's, it's really not hard. And you have taken it to a whole new level. And that's a perfect segue. You didn't know he was thinking about being a priest, did you? No. Yeah, how about that? See? And so let's talk about that chapel. That was missing. There's something was missing, like we said in the story. And then I was there for the dedication. The bishop was there. What has that been? Has that been sort of the heart and soul now of Hideaway Hollow for families? No question about it. It's 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 become the center of the village. There's 22 buildings here at the North Pole in Middlefield at my summer home. We're going to add a couple more this summer. But everything, everything, you give directions, you give uh, meetings, you give uh, speeches, you give weddings, you give burial services, everything comes out of the chapel. 
Children who have passed away, their families are hanging their pictures in the chapel. Families and hospitals I visited who've done artwork is hanging in the chapel. It is the most beautiful building. And I, I've had families. I, I, let me tell you one little story. I had, I had a young girl, an elf next to me, that was in the chapel with me. When we came out, she goes, Santa, I believe in God, but today I felt him. I, I just, I just when I thought I knew your whole story, of course not. There's so many layers. Um, and this time of year, um, it's busy because also there's some, <laughs> there's some last minute, I would say some letters coming in, in the nick of time. See what I did there? In the I nick like that. Yeah. I in like the same that. nick of time. Yeah. Right. Very good. It's very Can good. You, is Mrs. Claus around? Because I know she, she she's is. She's going to hold some letters up for you. The, uh, she, she's, she's so instrumental in getting she's in all charge of this. We, we probably get close to 2,000 letters from the local towns and, and communities all addressed to Santa. And then yeah. we go through them. And those that have a return address, we answer them. But look <laughs> at some of the letters that are sent to us. This one is fancy. They went all it, in. Oh, they, they spent so much time. <laughs> and it's just that we tried to answer them. We have our own stationery from the North Pole, and we answer the letters to the families to say, you know, we are we're coming. We let them know. Wait, can you hold up that first one again and read it, Mrs. Claus? Can you read some of it for me? She can't see the letter, Jan. Read it. Can you read it? Okay. Yeah, turn it. There you go. I think you need to okay, read it. Slowly, slowly. Turn it around. Do another. That's so great. They give a lot of information sometimes, don't they? Sometimes too much. <laughs> Here's one more. <laughs> but I'm right. saying they're, not, they're not all cute. <laughs> Santa Claus. Oh my gosh. Mrs. Claus, what, what did that one say about Santa Claus? There's an elf. The one that said Santa Claus. I'm curious. But you know, they're, not, they're not all fun letters. Some some letters are letters of desperation. Gosh, uh, I know. Letter, That's right. One letter told us that the girl was suicidal last year. I had letters that Santa, please make my daddy stop touching me. Santa, please make my mommy stop hitting me. She blames me for being sick. Right now, we've got one we're dealing with that the dad and the brother are both both abusive. And we're trying to make the right organizations handle this and, and get back to the families. Because so this is child is looking for a toy. Some child is looking for help. Yeah. Uh, a number of letters this year for people that are looking for a better way of life. Yeah. Uh, some kids just want a coat, just want a hug. They yeah. want nothing else to but be loved. It occurs to me, it's sort of a snapshot of the world right now that yes, there's a lot of good, but there are a lot of hurting people, a lot of hurting this people. This is every year. This, yeah. the economy, oh, this is a funny thing on the economy. This is what we send the children in their letters that they're oh. on the good list. In, in, in all these years, I've gotten bribes. 
and the letter. You just got one today. Didn't I you get some with some change in the envelope? Because it must well, have been hard times. That's, that's the economy. I used to get dollar bills. Now I'm just getting change. But in the past, I've gotten dollar bills. I've gotten candy. I've gotten stamps. I've gotten little toys or trinkets and whatnot. Said I know this might help. But this year, all I'm getting is pennies. So economy has an effect. <laughs> okay, so real quick, Mrs. Claus, what is this for you when you are his right-hand elf, if you will, and you sort through all of these letters? What is it for you? Well, we do have uh, elves here at the workshop, and it's good therapy. Uh, you laugh, you cry at some. Uh, some children just want world peace and uh this year I got stamps that said happy birthday. They put an arrow down and they go happy birthday, Jesus. So I love to, to see things like that. It's encouraging. But these children write that they love Santa so much. Their hearts are so big, um, just like this letter with the hearts. Um, they just, they're very clever, very, they take their time. And it's always disappointing when there's no return address and we can't answer the letter. So it's just, it's really, I just rewarding. had, I just had a lust letter. The child asked for a dollar bill. He wanted you know, $1. At, at this break, I'm going broke. You know, <laughs> I, I send money out. Oh. It's, it's, it is. And then it's, uh, you know, it goes on it's year round. So if we're at a restaurant, families walk up to us. If we're no matter where we are, families walk up to us. Yeah. And my car is always full of toys. If there's a soldier, a, a, a soldier, if there's a, a child in a wheelchair, so we go over to them. We buy them an ice cream sundae. We give them a toy. We give them something that says Merry Christmas all year long. Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. You talk to strangers. Strangers open the door for you. They smile. They say hello. Two days after Christmas, they don't even care about you anymore. But we live Christmas every day of the year. And it's wonderful. And it's just, it's contagious. And we have now done this some 40 years, and I have seen now over 261,000 children. And that's not counting this year, and we're not done this year. So we have a big thing coming up in a couple of days, uh, all because of COVID, all because your buddy, Dr. Fucci, said Christmas should be canceled. And families contacted me and said, please call my children and please tell them on, the, on Facebook. And then we did Facebooks, FaceTime all over the country to organizations, to cancer, to, to, to different charities to let them know Christmas wouldn't be canceled. Then I we remember with, we did that on the Good Stuff page. We made sure right. they knew Christmas is and not then canceled. With, then we met with Homeland Security, the state police, and now December 23rd, every December 23rd since then, we gather 3,500 police cars, state police cars, fire trucks, and we circle every children's hospital in the state of Ohio, that's seven hospitals, three VA hospitals, and we light up the hospitals at exactly eight o'clock. And all the music and Santa is at every hospital. And through your means of communication, I appear on every TV in every hospital at the exact same time, telling children they have not been forgotten that I am here and we are going to celebrate Christmas. And that's when the toys start walking into the room. So this is Christmas. This is for children. And if you're younger at heart or if you're as young as Uncle Gay, it's Christmas. 
<laughs> okay, so this is a perfect place to uh, wrap it up and say um, that you can see the good in others and be the good for them. It's super easy, and we could take a cue from Santa and and Uncle Gay. And you know what? This explains it. You know that song, um, Don, we now are gay apparel. <laughs> Look at Holy him. Cow. Look at him. Now it explains <laughs> it. He's a sharp dresser. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's Our it. gay apparel. Uncle Gay, thank you for sitting in with me. You don't have to do it ever again, I promise. I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Till the next time I ask you. Promise, promises. All right, let's take it out with the, um, here. You should see that. With here, one, I got yours. With Ready? one joke, is that what you want? You no, we're gonna go out with Christmas. These are what our our elf hats do. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, your battery's broken. I Sorry. Get the battery, Aunt Carol. Get a battery. This is a good way to bring it out. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Love you, <laughs> Uncle Gay. What a good sport he is. <laughs> you heard it there santa claus is coming to town you heard it here first it makes my heart happy to be able to um visit again with santa so merry christmas to y'all uh, we say merry christmas yes yeah. merry christmas y'all and a happy blessed new year appreciate you spending the time here if you are moved by this if you would share subscribe uh Anything you could do to help us um, spread the good stuff, we'd be so grateful. And we're grateful for you for watching. God bless you. You are good, good, good. This has been a Grassroots Good Stuff family production. If you found inspiration here, subscribe and share, if you would, please. And we have big love and gratitude for our social media director. She is Danielle Folk, and she is consistently going above and beyond. Follow her at Farmhouse Storyteller. Hunter Hogan is our editor extraordinaire who connects all the best parts together. TheGoodStuffFamily.com is where you'll find our sponsors and advertisers who we are so grateful for, for making so much of what we do possible. And find links on how you or your business could make a good stuff story of the future possible. See the good, be the good. That's what we do. How about you? On your mark, get set, let's go.